Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is episode 38 of the Arts Academy podcast with Victor Barnado and Roxy Hayes. How to write a monologue joke with Ladies special guests Hello, Bill and Steve Welcome Washington. to the Arts Academy podcast put on by the New York Alt Arts Academy. I am Dean Victor Barnado. This is my co-host, Deputy Headmistress Roxy Hayes. And ladies and gentlemen, we have very special guests. Thank you so much for coming in. Billy Washington. Thank you. Yay. Yeah, Billy Billy D. Washington. I'm sorry, Billy D. Washington. My yeah. mistake. Thank you. Thank you're you. thank you're you. very right. I should definitely yes. uh, have you, read, read out the whole that. thing. <laughs> uh, anyway, wonderful. Thank you so much for being a guest on the show. Uh, we are going to talk about two things today. Uh, one, we're going to talk about how to write monologue jokes. Uh, and now, if you're a comedian out there, monologue jokes are a part of most writing packets that you'll be asked to submit for any sort of like comedy shows. Usually, if they ask you for a writing packet, it's It'll usually be monologue jokes involved. And then uh, secondly, later on, we're going to be talking about what goes into a writing packet specifically. We do have a question already uh, from Rachel Teichman. Teichman. <laughs> have y'all? What? When, y'all? <laughs> I, think, I think that's for the uh, the actual audience, not for us. Oh, have y'all ever written, oh, okay. have y'all ever written monologue jokes before? That's for the audience? Okay, we'll yeah. figure it out. Uh, what were they about? Well, the answer is yes, and mine were about me. Yes, and yours were about you. Great. Yeah, mine were about me. Well, there you have it, Billy. By the yeah. way, uh, at some point, Roxy, be ready for it. I may have to step away for a second because we just have house stuff going on here since everybody's living at home working. Uh, yeah. So uh, when I do have to step away for a second, please take over. I'll Victor and I got into a bit of an argument uh, when you left, just so you know. So we need you to settle something for us before we proceed, if you guys don't mind. Not at uh, all. I, I yeah. thought that, you know, we were talking about wigs and stuff, and Victor talked about his cat. But how do you think the cat wig business would would oh, work? What? I mean, wig, I mean, can you imagine like a cat with some Himalaya? You know, they got the... They got, they, the, have- they got the ears and... Oh, and Roxy, to answer your first question, no, I have no idea why this is important to him. Like this is very important. I want to no, know. This is, no, this is very important to me. Yeah. <laughs> Cat wigs. Well, you like- know what? We're gonna get to that later. <laughs> well, actually, I was, actually, I was getting into a monologue because what I was gonna say was before. My I was apologies here, for interrupting, but ladies and gentlemen, let's talk a little bit about monologue jokes shall we okay so you know what there let's first of all let's define what a monologue joke is and then let's talk about how we source material for writing them and the structure for writing them uh so this is how i would define a monologue joke uh i have some friends who write for like uh conan o'brien and uh we talked about it a little bit and basically monologue jokes usually are uh monologue jokes usually are uh, jokes that are maybe just a few sentences 
sometimes even as short as one-liners, which cover current events. Uh, because usually on a nightly show, obviously, they're responding to things that happen uh, in the news cycle. And then they do jokes about those. In fact, some shows have writers split up. Like some writers, all they write are monologue jokes. And then some writers, all they write are desk pieces. And some writers, all they write are uh, sketches for shows like that. In fact, one of my friends was was is like a pretty high in demand uh, monologue joke writer. He's like bounced from show to show because they just bring him in to write monologue jokes because he's just like mercenary about it. He's like really good at that type of thing. I remember we were talking earlier, uh, Billy, and you had said that uh, you you categorize monologue jokes into a couple of different categories. Yeah, uh, and that's I kind of I kind of wanted to kind of bounce off something that you said, and mm -hmm. everything that you say is true. But what I will say is that you have to be careful using uh, current event stuff in monologue jokes because sometimes you'll step on the the a concept that they've already covered. Like I wouldn't spend a whole lot of time on a current event piece because if let's say if Jimmy Kimmel is going to do a, you know, a current event joke, that's the same thing as yours. They're probably going to ask you to take yours out. And, you know, as well as I do, when it comes to that, you have producers and you have writers. Well, basically the producers and, and the booking uh -huh. person will tell you, OK, I need you to replace this this three minute chunk that you've been rehearsing because it's gonna it's gonna uh conflict with what the you know what whoever's gonna say uh, oh I well did, you're i, I mean I you're speaking before. it seems like you're talking about appearing on the show as a comedian i'm talking about oh. trying to get a job being hired for oh, the show. okay so, okay now i get it yeah you're right you're you're 100 right so there. i do have a question with that so when yeah. so when because that's just interesting because i didn't know that either so like if you're writing if if you're writing for an appearance you don't want to write current events because it may interfere but if you're writing for that comedian then right no there okay, are people i mean yes. we're we're a little bit getting off the subject but i will answer okay. this because i've definitely gone through this process a couple of times uh, appearing on like conan o'brien and jimmy kimmel live so when you are appearing on a show you can do current event stuff but it has to be a lot of like current event stuff that's like in the atmosphere not stuff that's happened that day Got two you. reasons because of that one because if it's just like general stuff then then you're free to like you can do a, a joke about uh trump being a terrible president say uh because that's in the general zeitgeist uh gotcha. but you probably wouldn't do a joke about uh trump's most recent town hall on abc because that just yeah. happened that's mm -hmm. the type of thing that they would do and so one thing is it may be too close to what they're doing at the top of the show but the second reason is because your your stand-up bits unless unless you're like a regular on the show your bits are vetted like sometimes a month two months out before oh, you go you. do that show so they have to approve your jokes got you okay so, so that's those are those, those are the two reasons why i would say that would be a problem oh, okay. just in general okay. Gotcha. But if you're, but it, yeah, but if you're writing for the show, uh, if you're submitting a packet to write for the show, all bets are off. Just write whatever you want. Make a funny gotcha. joke. If you okay. can make a funny joke, just make that jiggity joke, figgity funny. That's I what I say. I didn't really know that there was a difference when you're writing for that. So yeah, that was helpful. Thank you. Okay. Did that cover the two different types of monologue jokes you were talking about, Billy? 
Yeah, yeah. I was just going to ask that sometimes they'll they'll tell you to change it at the last minute, even though they vetted uh, months before, because that's what happened to me when I when I when I did one of my late night appearances. They made me ch- take out a joke literally the day of the show and I had to replace it with something else. And because it was something about traffic and Craig Ferguson was going to do something about traffic and they didn't want me to do anything about traffic. So they told me the day of that I had to switch it out. Oh, that absolutely makes that absolutely makes sense. And they have that power to do that. I mean, you want to be on the show, don't you? <laughs> Change that joke. No, 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 no worries. I had plenty. I had plenty. Of yeah, same here. Like they had me change a joke uh, when I did an appearance. Again, I'm getting off the subject, but yeah, they, oh. it happens. It, it does happen. If you're going to appear on the show as a stand-up comic, then definitely they will lord that over you. There, we have a couple of comments. Let's just handle these comments. Um, I think there's. I think there's a market for everything, even cat wigs. Thank you for that useless comment. Thank you so much for the useless comment. Yes, All right. is my person. And then I, uh, from Mooded, I don't know that I have at least not, at least not within, t- what? I don't understand. Rachel asked about have you written monologue jokes? Oh, I don't know that I have at least not with intent. Okay, he's referring (laughs) to something earlier. Okay, so (laughs) let's talk about like the structure of monologue jokes and uh, and how they're written. Uh, Okay, so first of all, a monologue joke structure is actually pretty simple. And actually, you know what? We can talk about the structure of a monologue joke and how to write a monologue joke really easily. So the structure of a monologue joke usually starts off sounding like a headline because that's actually where they source a lot of the material for it. They get a headline and then you use that headline like a setup rather than uh, rather than uh, using it like uh, you're reporting the news. Use it like a like a setup and then you make a surprising punchline. That really is the basics, like the hundred percent basics of writing monologue jokes. Now. I'm only speaking from the point of view of uh, someone who has written monologue jokes in my packet. I have been uh, offered a job working on shows writing monologue jokes. I have never actually worked on a show writing monologue jokes. Uh, if if someone is writing monologue jokes day in and day out for years, like uh, people that I know have, I'm sure they'll have like even broader pointers for you. But I, I'm just telling you what I did that got my packet positive notice, okay? I mean, and when I'm writing monologue jokes for a show, like if you know the show that you're going to write for, I watch that show. I I watch the monologues a lot to see how their monologue jokes flow. Uh, For instance, some shows uh, like uh, Conan O'Brien, for instance, they have a lot more tags in their monologue jokes, or at least he used to. Now his show's like changed over time because it moved to TBS. But their older show, they he would do like tons of tags. And then some shows like uh, Jimmy Fallon, uh, t- Tonight Show, is just like one punchline and then moving on. And mm-hmm. so if you're submitting to a specific show, it's a really it's really to your benefit to learn that show and write in the host style. Yeah. Um, so while we're all here, why don't we try writing a monologue joke? Now, Yay. I'm going to tell you, this could be terrible because we're going to do this live. We're going to pull up some headlines 
and oh. try to write a monologue. Yo, I suck at this, but I'm gonna. Try. Well, then we can rate that. We can rate. So, what's a good? Which? Where should we go for headlines? Sometimes I go to. Mm. Sometimes I go to Twitter to see what's trending. Like if I'm yeah. submitting a packet, like often, when you're asked to submit a packet, they will ask you to date your packet uh, within a couple of days because when you're hired for the show, you're gonna have to write jokes that day. So they'll put you under uh, similar pressure when you are submitting to a show, they'll give you maybe like a day, sometimes two days if they're being really nice to write jokes that are for that specific show. So being able to write things on the spot are, uh, are easy. In fact, if you're, if you're watching out there and you can find a headline that you think we should try writing a joke to, why don't you put it in the comments? We'll try writing a joke. In the meantime, let's look up a couple of headlines, okay? okay? Gary Harris from Netflix's Cheer has been arrested on child pornography charge. Wait, who has? Uh, act Jerry Harris from Netflix's Cheer. Jerry Harris from Netflix's Cheer. Yeah, has been... everybody loved Jerry. Like he was the breakout star from that show. Mm -hmm. So with that, so what would happen in a in a in a piece like that is if there was something that you want to bring up that dark on a on a late night show, which I don't think that they would do, but like you would find the I would think that the formula for that would be to find a parallel person and something else that's in the news associated with it. Like like QAnon wants to blame, you know, everybody wants to blame Bill Clinton and the big and the big and the big guys and you know uh -huh. all these popular politicians. But the direction that I would go would be to compare him to that. Well, since they couldn't get Bill Clinton, since since Bill Clinton couldn't be, you know, uh, associated with you know, the, the, the pedophilia. And again, this is super dark and it would never make it. But, <laughs> but to combine these two, you know, to, to do a mashup of these two, th these two things. Uh, exactly. Jerry, so Jerry is the fall guy now. So now every, all of the uh, conspiracy theories are solved right now because now they have Jerry from, from, uh, from Cheers. So he was either the, he was either the silver medalist. He was either the, he either got the, the QA non consolation prize. Yes. Oh God. Okay, I'll find this another is a, one. Part. This is a stretch. Yeah, that was, yeah, that's, that's, that's I mean, that's a stretch, and that's a really long joke. I feel like <laughs> I feel like uh, for a one-liner. Well, actually, why don't you actually well, just me, throw that? Would you do me a favor and like type up a headline and throw it on screen so we can okay, look I'll at it? Okay, I find a less dark one. What about? Yeah, Brent you can find a opening. you can find a less dark one if you want okay. to. But whatever, okay. just any headline will do. Okay. I just want to demonstrate what we're talking yeah. about, like Doesn't how. You'll we'll take it as a setup and then try to just land a simple, straightforward punchline. Got you. Okay, I okay, got y'all's turn. Oh yeah, <laughs> let's get that. I'll take we'll take a turn. All right, so uh, what we're gonna Greg Abbott announces reopening Texas. That's less dark. <laughs> Governor Greg Abbott announces reopening Texas. Uh, you know, so with something like this. For instance, like I don't really know Governor Greg Abbott that much. I don't know like what he's known for. Uh, and then so in this case, I would probably go for. Uh, I, I would probably make a, a Texas joke. So like. Uh, so like Governor Greg Abbott announces reopening Texas, Texas. Congratulations, everyone. Public racism is back because Texas <laughs> is known for racism. <laughs> See, yeah. It could be terrible, but it's a joke. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Okay. I'm not yeah. saying it's going to be perfect. And you right. know what? Right. It's not going to be perfect. I mean, you live in Texas, right? Yes. Yeah, so. yeah, you both do. And you were so critical of my joke. It's, <laughs> I 
just, yeah. Just audience member, I'm just, I just roll with it. Yes, that's great. No, I want to encourage. That's totally fine. That's totally well, fine because when you're writing a packet, you got to write hundred jokes, but and out of those hundred jokes, yeah. ten of them are going to be good enough to submit. What just but, happened? You, you, you just alienated like every black and white person in Texas because you called the whole state a racist. Listen. I've my my sister lives in Texas. I've been down there. The place is racist. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not. I mean, I'm, I'm black. My family's black. Been to Texas. It's racist. It's yeah. not. But it's not that everybody in Texas is racist. Right. But Texas. It's Texas. But the, Come on. But you, but you established a great template, though. That's how. It yeah. Does. It's just a template. You exactly. The blank, there, is, the blank there. You filled in the blank. Yeah, I filled in the blank. And then when you're doing that, you're going to be doing that. Over and over again, you're going to write a hundred jokes. You're going to look through the top ten of those jokes, possibly, and that's going to become part of your packet. But, but that's what I—that's exactly I, what I do over and over again, which is set up punchline, set up punchline, maybe multiple punchlines for one setup. Like, how would you how would you do that particular joke uh, with your own punchline? What would you say? It doesn't would, have to be good either. Either I'm not going to blame you. I wouldn't limit my, I wouldn't limit myself to two lines because some hosts, some late night hosts are, are more fluid. You Absolutely. know, I would I would write out the entire joke and let them edit it down to what they'd want. Now, not in a package, because obviously you want stuff polished and again, Absolutely. exactly like you said, you take a concept and you apply a hundred different punchlines to it and see which ones stick and those are the ones that you do. But I, I guess I wouldn't allow, I wouldn't be restricted based on, so I would probably do exactly what you did and it probably wouldn't go, but it's still the same thing. Okay, uh, Governor Abbott just opened up, uh, just reopened the state of Texas. Uh, uh, why does it have to be, you know, why does it have to be reopened? I mean, Texas was has always been, been open. It, it's been open to racism. It's been uh. open to... <laughs> You know, it's been open to, to whatever, but I wouldn't restrict myself to the one line because then you can get like me personally, like when it comes to writing jokes anyway, and I've been writing jokes, not for TV shows, but for myself for the last 30 years. And once I try and restrict myself to a, a template or a format, then I restrict the creativity of it. And we always want to leave the creativity no matter what or who you're writing for. Yes. Uh, so Governor... Governor Greg Abbott announces reopening Texas. Uh, he says Texas is poised to claim the top spot again in COVID infection. Ah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, nice. there you go. But it's the nice. same, same thing. Doing it all over again. Go for it. Governor Abbott announces reopening Texas. Does that mean we get to close Oklahoma? But I thought. That, yeah. Still. <laughs> yeah. But, but, I, but I would not be so... I, I Don't even be hard on yourself for that because... <laughs> Because having the courage to just spill out a hundred different versions of a joke till you get one that really works is is what it's about. The the best writers are not always like they've written tons of garbage. Everybody's written tons of garbage, tons right. and tons and tons of garbage. Uh, but that is that is basically the format, which is use a headline as a setup and then try to write a punchline. I I, I feel. I feel like uh, if we're going to talk about monologue jokes, you should also talk about the kind of monologue jokes that are throws, meaning like you'll do a monologue, they'll do a monologue joke and it will be followed up by uh, a more complicated bit. 
Uh, sometimes there's imagery. Sometimes there's a person playing a character off to the side. Like, let's take another headline and try to write a joke that maybe has two stages instead. Okay, let me find a less dark. <laughs> what is this? Uh... Chris, do you want them all? To... It doesn't have to be political, right? No, it doesn't have to be political. Just to be any sort of, it can be any sort of a headline uh, so that we can just apply that simple format to. Oh, Chris Evans discusses the whole photo incident where his news were leaked. You know, what's really funny is I actually just saw I mean, what I was discussing about uh, Chris Evans and uh, I mean, what I was discussing about the multiple tags joke. I mm -hmm. actually just saw uh, uh, Stephen Colbert do that about Chris mm -hmm. Evans. Oh, really? uh, yeah. In fact, why don't you give kind of like a, uh, a rundown of what New York Alt Arts Academy is? And I'm going to find that clip and I'm going to play it for you. Okay. So, New York Alt Arts Academy is an online school where we uh, answer questions about the arts and entertainment industry. Um, every Thursday, we have a podcast at 4 p.m. Eastern where we bring in industry professionals like Mr. Billy D. Washington here, where we discuss different ways that you can be successful within the arts and entertainment industry. Uh, the reason that we have this is because we feel like knowledge should be free. You should be able to get knowledge and learn things about the arts and entertainment industry without having to pay for everything. We do have classes that we offer bi-weekly that are uh, free and we're gonna charge them later. But if you join <laughs> Students of Alt Arts Academy, you can see those classes for free. So yay, go New York Alt Arts Academy. Let's go for sharing knowledge and being successful within this industry. Yay. Yeah, share knowledge and be successful. Okay, so I actually found the clip. Mm -hmm. So okay. what I'm going to do is I'm going to skip over this ad because nobody wants to nobody wants to see that ad, of course. And then we'll see where they did the exact same thing. And 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 then and just imagine this because what's going to happen is these. I mean, these. This comes from a writer's room. So basically, you're going to have a bunch of writers sitting around tagging this joke over and over and over again. And that's basically how. It's basically how this how this came about, where they start with a simple premise, and they they bring it to a room full of writers, and then they start tagging it and build a more complicated joke. Here we go. Oops. You can hear that. Nice. Hey yeah. everybody, welcome to a late show. Chris, Mark, good to see you again. Good to see all of you out there. Though of course I can't see you. I'm your host, Stephen Colbert. We're back after two weeks off the air. That's a long time. I got really good at not doing my job. You should see me not do it. It's pretty unimpressive. <laughs> a lot happened in these past two weeks, but perhaps the most earth-shattering news broke this weekend when Chris Evans accidentally shared a penis pic. Yes, for one brief shining moment, we got a glimpse of Captain America's Winter Soldier <laughs> I did not seem affected by the cold. Apparently, <laughs> oh, okay. trying to share something on Instagram. Evans inadvertently posted a screenshot of his photo gallery, and on the grid you can see what appears to be an erect penis. Now, the prudes over at corporate tell me I can't show you an erect penis, even though half of my commercials are about trying to maintain one. 
So let me put it this way. You know that scene at the end of Avengers Endgame where Captain America is able to lift Thor's hammer? It's not so surprising anymore. Ah. I knew it. <laughs> but there's so many more truly important stories in the world right now that I cannot, good conscience, waste another second talking about the fact that the photo was black and white. That's classy. Like a friend. <laughs> Film directed by Jean-Luc Gotthard. <laughs> okay, I think that's enough. You get it. So basically, oh, basically they're just going on and on and on with this bit. And one of the things I like about it is we got to see, literally, they're just pulling up headlines and lines from the article, using them as setups, and then mm -hmm. writing jokes about it. If if that doesn't drive home exactly what we were talking about, I don't know what, do I don't know what does. Mm -hmm. uh, so... Actually, we have gotten to the point where we are at the end of just discussing how to write monologue jokes. I think we've covered the basics of it. Let's just reiterate. Use the, the most simple version of a monologue joke is just taking a headline, using it as a setup, and then writing a punchline or several punchlines for it. And it can also be developed into longer pieces. But that's like the nuts and bolts of it. So uh, if you are out there, please check us out at uh, artsacademypodcast.com. You can check out our school at altartsacademy.com. And please write us messages, ask us questions. We'll teach you as much as we can about entertainment and the arts. Yay. Thanks a lot, everybody. Please visit altartsacademy.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.